0: Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse 1 through 6, the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verse 11 through 20, the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 23, verse 33 through 43, and Psalm 46. God grant us serenity to accept the things that we cannot change, Courage to change the things that we can and the wisdom to know the difference in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I would like to share with you today a story that someone once told me about that helped me understand forgiveness. It's a story of a little girl. Well, let's call her Sophie. A little girl named Sophie gets a visit from God. God shows up and has a conversation with Sophie. It's pretty awesome, right? And when it's over, Sophie goes to her parents and she says, she'll never believe this. I had a visit from God and we talked and the parents are like, okay, that's cute. And they sort of, you know, go, that's nice and don't really think much of it. But God keeps showing up. About once a week, God shows up and has a conversation with Sophie and they talk. And they develop this beautiful relationship. And she keeps saying to her parents, and finally her parents are like, well, this is weird, and we got to figure out what to do about this. And so the dad has an idea. He says, Sophie, I want you to do me a favor. The next time God shows up, I want you to ask God, what's the last sin I committed? Ask, ask God, what's the last sin my dad committed. Sophie goes, okay. (laughs) So the following week comes around, God shows up. Sophie and God meet. She comes back. She's talking to her parents. And her dad said, did God show up? Sophie says, yeah. The dad said, did you ask God about my sins? Sophie said, yeah. (laughs) Dad goes, what did God say? Sophie said, I forget. And dad says, God told you about my sins and you forget? And Sophie says, no, that's what God said. I forget. This story stuck with me for a very long time because it gave me this deep, warm sense of God's love that is so strong that anything I could do wrong is forgotten. It is only today that I have decided upon hearing this gospel that this story is utter nonsense. Not that God wouldn't visit a little girl and not that God couldn't speak to us and not that we aren't forgiven, but this idea that we tie forgetting to forgiveness, I actually find in light of the story we hear in the gospel today, deeply problematic. Jesus, the, the actual paradigm of forgiveness incarnate, Jesus who through his life, death, and resurrection is the forgiveness of sins for all of us, embodies that forgiveness in the story we hear today in a way we can't even fathom. Jesus is being nailed to the cross. He is being executed. And in the midst of that crucifixion, while he is being killed, Jesus says, forgive them, Father. For they don't know what they're doing. Forgive them. He doesn't say that later on or after he's gotten over it. He says it in the midst of the act. He forgives the people who are killing him while he is being killed. But there's something we all know about Jesus as Christians, which is that when Jesus shows back up and is resurrected he still bears the scars of that crucifixion on his body. Jesus, does Jesus forgive? Absolutely. Can Jesus forget? No. But think about us and and our shallow relationship with forgiveness, where we think To be able to forgive, we have to forget, right? Forgive and forget. And we all know when someone says, oh, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget, the way they say it, we're like, maybe you might not forgive? Like, I don't know, right? But we place this impossible burden upon forgiveness. If I'm really gonna be able to forgive someone, I've gotta forget it completely. And then do we forget what's happened to us? Are we capable of forgetting the things that have harmed us, honestly, if we're being real? No. So then we actually just go, well, forgiveness is this thing I'd like to be able to do, but it's not going to happen. And then Jesus, instead of being a person we're meant to follow down the way of love, Jesus just becomes some sort of religious superhero that can do things we couldn't possibly imagine, like forgive people. Except that we're meant to forgive people even when forgetting is not part of the picture. We are meant to forgive. What then is forgiveness if it's not about forgetting? The reason I'm harping on this for us is it's actually, it damages our relationship with God if we think that God needs to forget everything we've done in order to forgive us. Think about that for a moment. God can only love me if God forgets all of the things I've done wrong. Or God loves me so much that God just forgets all of the things, ways I've harmed God and my neighbor and my world. If we think like that, then that's how we will live in our relationship to forgiveness with others. I don't know how to forgive them because I can't forget it completely. And they will never be able to love me fully unless they can forget the terrible, stupid things I've done to them. What an impossible place we've placed ourselves, huh? What an impossible predicament to depend upon and need forgiveness and then make forgiveness something completely unrealistic and unattainable. We place an incredible burden upon ourselves to think that we must forgive and be forgiven because we aren't lovable and we can't love unless we completely ignore the things that are wrong with us and those around us. That can't be right, can it? That can't be right. Jesus shows back up, resurrected from the dead, having been killed by humanity. He comes back to life and the very first thing that we hear him say to his disciples is peace be with you. You can imagine Jesus raising his hands while he says it and you can still see the marks as he says peace be with you be with you and in that moment we realize that forgiveness is not about forgetting something so that we can love someone forgiveness is about loving people for who they are and not letting the things they do wrong get in the way of our loving them it means allowing ourselves to be loved not for who we're going to be someday when we're finally perfect but allowing ourselves to be loved here and now as we are. I want to tell you for a moment, I I don't believe this means uh, that there's no such thing as accountability. Forgiveness is a thing that's been used, the command to forgive is a thing that's been used to harm a lot of people. People who were in, for instance, abusive relationships have been told, just forgive and stay in it when the exact opposite thing needs to happen, they need to forgive and go. Because forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting. Forgiveness means understanding that I've got to love you no matter what. Loving you for who you are, not for some idealized version of you. So if, for instance, you're in an abusive relationship, forgiveness doesn't mean pretending it's not happening. It means getting to a safe place where you can go back to wishing the best for that person, praying for that person, but you don't need to, forgiveness doesn't mean pretending that you're not being hurt. It doesn't mean being a doormat. It doesn't mean no accountability. Forgiveness means I want to love you. I want to love you. And I want to be loved by you. And there are things that are getting in the way of that. I'm going to do what I've got to do to be able to continue to love you for who you are, whatever that looks like. Imagine if our relationship to forgiveness was like this. We might actually think about forgiving people. And we'd realize that forgiveness isn't an isolated moment. You say, I forgive you, and then it just you just move on and everything's fine. Forgiveness is the beginning. Forgiveness is the beginning of the next chapter in your relationship with one another. Forgiveness is an ongoing reality. We live in a reality of forgiveness. Jesus says, forgive people. And Peter says, how many times? Seven times? And Jesus says, seven times, 70 times. And we go, well, let me see. Seven times 70 equals 490. That means, okay. Uh, And this person is at 488. So I think Jesus is, is setting a paradigm up where we forgive as a mentality, as a way of being. We're baptizing Sophie today. We talk about baptism for the forgiveness of sins. But if our goal is to just do this idealistic thing where we pour water over this little baby's head and say, and now you are forgiven, act like it. Does that make any sense? We're baptizing her into a life of forgiveness. We're baptizing her into a reality not in which she was forgiven back then or will be forgiven later on, but in which forgiveness is in the present tense. It is not that God forgave you. And it is not that God will forgive you. It is that God is forgiving you right now. You are in a relationship of forgiveness with the one who made you because God loves you so magnificently that God will not let anything get in the way of you experiencing knowing that love. But God does not need to hide God's eyes and pretend not to see the truth of you in order to love you. You are loved as you are. Baptizing this child is not our hope that she'll become perfect. She's gonna be awesome. She's also gonna do some terrible things. She just is. She's gonna say some amazing, wonderful, beautiful things that are gonna make you cry and blow your mind, and then she's gonna say some really awful things to you sometime in your life. That's not a curse. That's a reality. Everybody knows it. Everyone's like, don't talk about it. Why not? Because the power isn't that we pretend that won't happen. The power is that knowing The truth of the complexity of our lives and knowing how ugly we can be we love anyway this is the power of god in jesus christ the love not that forgets but the love that remembers and is sustained the love that remembers and abides and grows and increases so that there is nothing but love This is the truth into which we baptize this child today, and this is the truth of our lives. We do not live lives having been forgiven. We live lives of forgiveness, learning how to forgive and be forgiven so that we can love and be loved as we are. This is the gift of God. We are that thief on the cross standing next to Jesus He does not say, Jesus, please forget the things I have done. He says, Jesus, remember me. Remember me. And Jesus says, I do.